Hey, E, put the beat on. Hey, Taylor, you like this joint? Yeah, this beat hard. Yeah, you, you sure you like this joint? You would tell me if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, this don't go, this don't go hard. All right, all right, cool, cool. This this my man, Scotty Pimpin' drum. Oh, okay, all right, then. Matter of fact, I, I got something for this. Got something like what? <laughs> Welcome to the top shelf. top shelf With a flavor so hot But you will not melt, not melt. About to take you on a ride Like you never felt never, Up and down real smooth Like a carousel <laughs> Moving in our own lane No parallel. parallel Everybody needs sleep It's good for your health, for your health. If you stuck like Chuck I might have a help Cause we talk sports life And everything else What's cracking, ladies and gentlemen? We thank you as always for tuning in to Sleep, the Sports Life and Everything Else podcast presented by the Away Team. I'm coming to you from the top shelf. This is season four, episode nine. My name is Michael Roberts, aka Michael the Mike, and I'm joined by my co host, Taylor Super. How you doing? What's up? What's going on? What's up? What's up? Nothing much, man. All right, all right. Chilling, chilling, chilling like a villain. You, uh, you, you surviving this heat? He's not that bad. It's been, it's been 90 plus all weekend. Yeah, hey, man. As long as you got AC, you'll be all right. Man. Okay, okay. Not yeah, like yeah. I'm outside. Like, not like I'm outside on the roof tarring some stuff. I ain't, I ain't doing that. So got, got the central air in the crib. Yeah, man. Nah, man. Central air in the cribs. Uh, air in the car. I ain't, I ain't worried about the air. When it gets, when it gets to be like 100, that's when it starts to get like nasty outside. Man. I got you. I Every got time you. you go outside, you feel that stiff air. So tell, so tell us cool with, with, with the weather where it's at. Yeah, right now. After what we just went through, remember we just complained about the rain. Yeah, so now yeah. we got what we rain got. Rain in the so, cold. Yeah, I ain't mad. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, Taylor said back then that he was he was cool with it because he knew what was coming. So yeah, here, here it hey, is. Here it is. Yeah. Next week is supposed to cool off, but, uh, you know, the 90s will be back yeah, be with nice a vengeance. Time. Yep. Uh, we also have our producer, E. What Mr. up? Mr. Uh, Eric David. What up? What up? Manigo. What's happening? Hey, you went the whole government, the whole, didn't you? The whole Jeez. government. Whole gov. Whole gov. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Yo, how, you, how you feeling, E? I'm good, but uh, I, like I was telling you earlier, I want to give a big, 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 great, big, giant shout out to One Wheel Philly, Andrew Fluid Theory, Floaty McMahon, all the guys down there. I went down there and met One Wheel Philly. Okay. And I, I kind of played myself, though. Mm. I played myself. What happened? So, you know, I got a pint. The pint is like the smallest you could go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everybody down there is XR and GT. Oh, so they out. The full battery. They do 18 miles per hour. I tried, to, I tried to keep up. You know, I did a little, little film, and I tried to keep up with them for the first little leg. It was very embarrassing. I was like the, you know, the... The, the, the guy trying to keep up and I, I was like oh you know I, I I told him to go ahead they was like you know you can you can still ride it out you know we'll wait for you like don't nobody want to be the dude holding everybody <laughs> up because I when I get my GT I want to buy it for what it does and that's yeah. go really fast I got you. and I'm telling you I, I don't want to be the, the guy waiting for so, somebody that got a you know that's hating like i don't yeah. want to be sitting there well, i want to ride with the with, with the big boys so but All shout right. out to them guys man it was salute, it was great meeting salute. them so i just wanted to, and and hopefully maybe we can get uh we can get them out to the show you know maybe so i mean the, the invitation is definitely there come on out if you speak on to out. somebody and uh they, they want to come through and 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 bless us with their 
their their guest ship on the show, then we, we'd be more than happy to have somebody besides me to talk about the one wheel community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'll be just as passionate about it, if not more than you. Yes. All right. Yes, sir. So you can follow us <clears throat> on Twitter and IG at Sleep Is For You. That's S L E E P I S, the number four Y O U. Subscribe and listen to new or old episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, or YouTube. Uh, we're actually coming to some more platforms very soon, so keep a lookout. We're trying to be everywhere you are as far as the podcast go. But like episodes, leave comments, show love, show hate. As always, we're here for it all. You can also keep up with us through sleepisforyou.com, our website and the home for all things sleep-related. We've got two top fives this week, a little more personal common sense space topic, and trivia in addition to the best sports talk this side of the Mississippi. Our showtime is five o'clock, so uh, let's spin. We are officially entering the heart of the conference finals, Heat versus the Celtics and Warriors versus the Mavericks. We are down to four teams left mm. in the NBA playoffs. The Heat and Celtics played their first game in Boston last night, and it was ugly from a Celtics perspective. 20-plus turnovers are never going to lead to a win. Mm -hmm. But in the end, they were still pushing. They were still fighting. They were trying to to, uh, to, to make up that ground, and Miami just had too much and, and held them off without Jimmy Butler, who left the game with a knee injury. But uh, Bam Adebayo did have 31. And the Heat now lead the series two games to one. Game four will be tomorrow night. So, Taylor, did you catch that game? Yeah, I was uh, in and out, going to sleep, waking up, watching it because it was being blown out. But then um, once they got uh, within like nine, uh, about nine or ten and into that third quarter, I was paying attention. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't like the heat, man. They just, they're just so annoying, man, because I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it is, man, but they're just always in it, man. Like, uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, but they like you'd be like, man, please. I, I was hoping Boston, you know, with them being home and height. And having smart back, I was like, oh, you know, they're gonna do something, but it was embarrassing. For, I, I turned it off. Yeah, smart yeah. helped them in the second game, but uh, third game, I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what it is with this this Miami team. I wasn't buying. I, I wasn't buying the hype, but I don't know what it is, man. I just, I really don't. And Tatum was off. I don't know. Yeah, probably doesn't help that Jason Tatum only had ten points. Yeah. He went three for fourteen, one for seven from three, but uh, Jalen Brown did have forty. Yeah. Al Horford had twenty. Uh, Marcus Smart chipped in 16. Um, and on the Heat side, uh, Kyle, your boy Kyle Lowry had 11. That's right. He came back. That's right. Max Drews had 16, and P.J. Tucker had 17. Mm. Jimmy Butler had eight before he left the game. They got P- they got 17 out of P.J. Tucker? P.J. Tucker. Lord have mercy. They got 17 out that old body. Man. Yeah. P.J. played 38 minutes in the game. Damn. He was uh, the only one who played more minutes than him was Bam, who played 42. Well, he'll play. But my goodness, man. Giving out 17, man, that's crazy. Yeah, anytime you're getting that big of a contribution from PJ Tucker, that's that's a good sign. I don't know how this team does it, man. I just I, I, I don't know, man. I'm confused, man. Like this guy Matt Strauss came out of nowhere. Uh yeah, Gabe Benson is doing his thing. You gotta give him props nowhere. though. Uh yeah. Hero didn't even do nothing last night. They still Hero won. only had eight. Exactly. Depot had five. Yeah, Hero was like Vincent for, had three. Oh, it was like he like 0 for seven, 0 for six for three, and they, yeah, they still six. won. Yeah, like that's crazy, man. So I don't know, man. I guess I, maybe it's Eric Spoelstra. I don't I don't know, man. Maybe they got the the, the magic touch this year. I don't know, but this is crazy. 
Well, we're going to see how that game plays out tomorrow. By the time this comes out, the game will probably be around starting time, if not a little bit earlier in the day. So, um, you know, we'll see if, if Boston can can uh, defend home court next game and, and get a victory. Yeah. Um, in the West, the Warriors lead the series 2-0. to But the first game in Dallas is tonight at 9. So by the time you hear this, we'll know if the Mavs can put a win on the board. But so far, Golden State has been clicking. So <clears throat> while it's a tall order for them to lock this up, Dallas has got to um, make something happen. You know, they they, they got to... Uh, they got punked. They, they, they yeah, Golden State out. is tough. They man. got punked on. They got punked in game two. Yes, they did. Golden State is looking got, like they want to come for the crown this they year. They got punked. Uh, they had him out there. Element. Uh, the, the bench got fined. I mean, uh, yeah, again. Uh, yeah, like it's. Uh, I don't know, but they, they they got they got punked on on um in game two. So I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, I know I, I was rooting for for Golden State. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I like I like the defense that um, Wiggins is playing on um, on Luka. On Luka so, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that was probably the, the, the best matchup they had. But I don't know. I mean, well, I know. I, th- I think Golden State should have. I mean, they might slip up maybe t- uh, tonight, but uh, I think they got this one in the bag. Yeah, yeah. I remember, this Gold, is, Golden this State is, has a lot of firepower. They they the veterans well the, the core um, you know Steph Clay and um, Draymond yep. they're the uh, the core of that team the championship test yeah and they got the young man uh, pool ball and so they should and when they get when they get you down like I said last round they get you out yeah and then um, Wiggins is playing really really good defense so um, and he's actually contributing on offense too so uh, they got they they got a nice nice little team and they matchup wise I think the Golden State that's just a uh, like a little bit of a of a better team than um. Than, than than Dallas, man. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's looking kind of easy for them. I mean, that's what it looked like. Even though they were down that last game, I'm watching the game. I was like, they, 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 this 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 should be they they should be able to come back and win this, and they did. And they so, did. Like I yeah. said, they, they they punked them out. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was crazy. They they might be coming back. May, 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 might might be getting the ring. You know what I mean? Who we'll see. I mean we'll see. I like I want I want I want to see Golden State in the finals at least one more time before um you know before they start you know those guys start getting a little old. I think Steph's thirty four, Clay's thirty two, and so is Draymond. He's thirty two. So yeah, I want to see them you know at least finish out you know this little run yeah. they got together. Maybe get another ring because this is I mean offensively they've changed the game. They uh-huh. got people jacking up threes from all over the place. They changed the game over the past. Uh, five to eight years of how people play basketball. Everyone's trying to play like them, but they're they're, 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 they're a generational. Yeah, thing. yeah, they're, they're they're the originators. So yeah, I mean, they were down for those couple of years because people got hurt. You know, Clay was out, and then Dre- and KD Steph was left. out too, and KD <clears throat> left. But they still got that core. So yeah, yeah, they they got what they need. Yep, and Looney's playing really well. Yeah, Looney balled out as far as, yeah. as, far as a big. Guy. Oh my god, twenty one and fourteen. Really well. That was crazy. Yeah, they unlike just, the Sixers, they're getting great contributions from the bench. Oh yeah, yeah, they all. They, that's one thing about Golden State. They've always had a bench. Always had a bench. Even during the championship years, whether it's Mo Spates or Livingston or Barbosa, David West, David West, they always JaVale had a, sol- a solid bench. You know what I mean? Always, whether they're picking up guys or developing guys, they, they always had a they, bench. They understand the importance of depth. Yeah, when, you it, when it comes to this time yeah, of the some, season. Some nights you can't have Steph out there for thirty-five to forty yeah. minutes, but sometimes you might have to give Steph maybe uh, thirty-two minutes. And yeah, you know I mean, so you got to stack the minutes. Somebody you can rely you know on. I mean, but if you got a long wing like you know, like Livingston was, who was a really you know a long, long guy that can play defense and maybe pluck you, maybe get a couple of steals, hit that mid-range jumper, you know what I mean? and run point too. You know what I mean? Or hit 
foul shots. Yeah, you know I mean, or they always had a Draymond. He was always running points, so mm-hmm. they they had a really good, um, you know, um, uh, a cohesiveness of players that they had on that team. Cohesiveness you of know, players on that team. So now know. that they got it right now, where they're older, they know what to do. They've been in the playoffs. They know the refs and stuff like that. They know what to say to who and everything like that. They know what to do. They know when to, you know, I know Draymond knows how to, you know, get his body square and have, you know, take those offensive fouls and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So yep. I like I like what Golden State's doing. They're, they're a smart team. So They they say that's the uh, epitome of culture. Yeah, that's what they got. That, that means you have a really good culture around your organization mm-hmm. when they're able to, uh, you know, sustain like that and, and uh, and rise up after <clears throat> having that little bit of a fall off. And I forgot, I forgot that one last team member. He's at every game. He don't get no burn, but he's always on the sideline. My e forty. Mm. He's always there. E <laughs> forty. Always there in that same seat, man. He, he mm-hmm. he's always there. Yeah. He's the he's there. Jack Nicholson or, or Spike Lee. He's always at the games. Billy Crystal. Yeah. Always right, there cool. in, in that little corner. Yeah. Man. Oh wait, I gotta say shout to uh, M Night Shyamalan because he goes to a lot of Sixers games. I didn't see him in the last couple, though. He probably knew what it was. <laughs> <laughs> or he was working on a movie or a script. Yeah, I saw, I mean, I, I saw him more last year. This year, I didn't really see it because he just sits right there in that front. I don't really, I didn't see him too much. Um, he's, He sticks out like a sore thumb. I didn't really see him this past year. Yeah. yeah. Well, the NBA All-Rookie First team was uh, announced last week. Scotty Barnes of the Raptors, Evan Mobley from the Cavs, number one pick Cade Cunningham from the Pistons, Franz Wagner of the Magic and Jalen Green from the Rockets uh, made the, up made up that team. Like that's out of all those, I think that's like eight of the first five picks or something like that. that yeah. that's, that's they print they went chalk pretty much. I, I know Jalen Green was top three. I think Mobley was top three or top five. Mobley was two. Jalen was was three. Uh, what's his name was, was one? Was one. Yep. Wagner had to be like fifth. And who else was on the team? Scotty Barnes. Howdy Barnes was like ninth or 10th. Yeah, so man, they, they went chalk. <laughs> well, with that, <clears throat> we give you our first top five, which is top five rookies during their rookie season, going back 15 years and excluding Kevin Durant, yeah. who Kevin you know, Durant. Er- everybody would guaranteed <laughs> have on their list <laughs> if you had the option to. Yeah. All right, so I will start with mine as soon as I get to it. And at number five on my list, I have Tim Hardaway Jr., who was drafted by the Knicks. And uh, I just really liked his rookie season. I believe his rookie season was the year in the um, Rising Stars game when he went back and forth with Deion Waiters. Do you remember oh, that yeah, I remember that, yeah. With, with yeah. the threes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that that was pretty dope. But I, I felt like he he did his thing during his rookie season. So <clears throat> um, he's never been the guy that's going to average, you know, 20-plus points a game. At least he hasn't been historically in his career. But uh, he, he contributes in other ways. He brings good energy. He rebounds the ball. Uh, he reads well as far as assists. And uh, he, he's carved out a nice little space for himself in the league up to this point. He left the left, went, uh, no, left. Then came back and then was a part of Przingis trade and then um, he was playing good this year mm-hmm. until he Before got he got, hurt. Until he got hurt. But yeah, yeah he, he's all he, he's a he's a solid player. I, I think he's thirty years old too. Man, I said, hey man, Tom Tom goes by fast. Man, I remember when he first got drafted. Mm-hmm. He's twenty, either twenty nine or thirty. But yeah, he's a good player. He he's the one on the sideline with the funky fresh clothes on. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
The funky fresh styles. Yeah, whether whether it be his money or his father's money, he, he, he he's all right. He'll he'll be fine for for the rest of his years. Yeah, Tim Tim Hardaway's chilling. So number four on my list, I'm gonna take it up to a guy that was drafted by Cleveland, and then was shipped away, uh, in favor of Kevin Love to that cesspool up in Minnesota, that dumpster fire, which has been what the case has been for the past few years before this year when they finally got into the playoffs, well into the play in. But um, Andrew Wiggins Yeah uh, He started and played in all 82 games his rookie season Which I thought was pretty impressive He averaged 16.9 per game Which was his lowest uh, total of his career But um, Andrew Wiggins just He, he had a, a lot of buzz coming into that year Coming into that draft um, as far as what he was going to be for the NBA. He was supposed to be like a savior type. Remember they was hyping him up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember the Sixers, they wanted him, but um, they – he, he got snatched up. He, I think that's the year they took Embiid. Embiid, yeah, because yeah. it, was, it was him, Park. Well, it was a po- – I think it was supposed to be Embiid was supposed to be first, then Wiggins. But Embiid then got him, hurt. But then Embiid had the injury, so it went so back to, to Wiggins, Parker, and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Smart was taken in that draft, Randall. Uh, Zach Levine, Jokic. So that was a pretty deep draft. Jabari Parker was a big name around the top of that draft. Yeah, yeah that's who I thought was going to be the one. But um, <laughs> I guess it didn't. I mean, last time I saw he was in Boston last year, but I don't think he yeah. played with any team this year. So, yeah, he. but the thing is with him, he didn't. Uh, Fortunately, when the game, when he got into the game, the game changed. It came, became more of a three-point uh, league, and that's kind of mm-hmm. like was. I mean, he was shooting threes, but it just wasn't. I, I don't know. I guess it, guess it wasn't going down. I don't know. But Aaron Gordon was also in that draft, and I got two names for you real quick. Aaron Gordon's da- trash. Oh, dang. Dante Exum. He's and, trash, and, too. Uh, and, and Nick Stauskas. Yeah, they both. Yeah, that's three trash names. Right <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to move on to number three on my list. And I'm going to take it to a guy who got drafted by the same team he's still with currently, and that's Donovan Mitchell. Spider had a great rookie season. He averaged 20.5 points per game, and he played in 79 games, started 71. Uh, but he came to the Utah Jazz when they were kind of like in a rebuilding stage. This was post, you know, Malone and Stockton and the greatness that they had during the 90s. So they was trying to pull things back together. And mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell was meant to be a big part of that change. Um, and since coming into the league, he's he's kind of set things on fire for them. Unfortunately, it hasn't translated to a lot of postseason success because they've gotten knocked out more than a few times. You know, that's the Utah always get knocked out. But <laughs> was the first, second, or third round, they always get knocked out. But yeah, Donovan Mitchell is, is definitely a, a lightning rod for their team. Uh, there's some discussion that either he or Rudy Gobert may be getting traded away this offseason. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Taylor, you got any thoughts about that? About Rudy Gobert or? If, about both of them. Just uh, uh, Rudy Gobert might and, be getting in the situation. Yeah, I, I can see Rudy Gobert getting traded. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, uh, he's not that good either. I don't. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not really a big fan of him either. <laughs> Not even defensively? No, man. He just mm. he does nothing for me, man. There's, there's been times where 
Dave late in the game. He's not even in the game. So, mm, yeah, that's kind of true. He's not special. Yeah. Well, the other big they have down there is Hassan Watts, Whiteside. So yeah, he's trash. I, I don't know if they're going to move him into the starting lineup if they do. There's no. I mean, there, I hate but. to say it, man. I think the game is better without centers. I'm sorry, <laughs> man. Like if, you, if you're not doing what Embiid is doing, I don't want to see you out there. Like I just yeah. don't, man. Like I like a center like Bam. I like him because he's a little bit smaller. He can he can be at the top, but he can kind of you know move to the middle. But I don't like these big seven foot guys just staying in the paint. And, uh, I mean, they don't they serve nothing. And Bam has worked on his game a lot since yeah, he came into the league. Exactly, he can hit like an eight twelve foot jumper or something like that. You know what I mean? But that's not really his forte. He can't get in the, in in the mix in the paint. But guys like Gobert, man, I don't. I, I can see him getting getting <laughs> traded and then just getting traded and traded because I think he's about to be thirty two. You can see him going on a, like a renaissance. I mean, a, a, a whole tour of the NBA in the next. Because you know, after you hit thirty, mm. it's over. Look at DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, yeah. After you hit a certain age, the center just be all over the place. Kind of rare for you. Well, speaking of big man, I'm going to go to the one lone big man on my list at number two. <clears throat> that's a guy that was drafted by the L.A. Clippers back when they were trash. And that's Blake Griffin. He played all 82 games and started all 82 games of his first season. He averaged 22.5 points per game and his highest rebounding total for his career, which was 12.1 rebounds per game. Um, and his actual his highest minutes per game as well with 38. <clears throat> Obviously, we know about his second season when he got hurt, um, and then he came back his third season, and uh, he kind of continued to flourish uh, into the rest of the time that he was with the Clippers. But they just again were not able to really turn that into postseason success, even with the Lob City teams with Taylor's boy Chris Paul and uh, DeAndre Jordan, like we just mentioned. <clears throat> Blake Griffin, yeah, I mean, he missed his first season just like Embiid and um, Simmons did. Remember, he had the foot injury. He didn't okay, play. that was his first season. Okay, and then the second season he came back and they was like, like we we don't know, but he. So yeah, his first season was almost like a redshirt season because yeah, he, he, he didn't even play any games. Didn't play at all. Yeah, and then the second season that's where he did all the uh, the craziness. Then he went to the All Star weekend and jumped over the car and mm-hmm. the choir and all that. Jumped over the kid. All that. <laughs> it was crazy. I remember. I remember that year. I remember that first his first year of playing. The people thought that they were like telling him he was going to be a bust, but he ended up being a pretty good player before he went, went to that that cesspool up in Detroit and mm. been down here ever since then. Yeah, when he got traded to Detroit, that was kind of like beginning <laughs> of the end. That was a wrap. <laughs> it, it was down there. I think he's st- no. I think they bought him out from that contract. So right now. Uh, if he's on Brooklyn, he's on like those minimum. But he, I think, remember Clippers signed him to that deal, and then like five, six months later, remember that new rule: you can't trade somebody unless they got to play at least they got to be in that contract for at least five to six months. And they trade him to Detroit mm-hmm. when they started to realize that the, that um that LA wasn't going nowhere. So okay, but okay. then I think LA kind of knew that they were going to get Paul George and. Well, either Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. They, I think that 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 should have been investigated because that was weird. How you sign somebody and then five six months later you trade them? That yeah. doesn't happen that often. That's a little odd. Yeah, and then Kawhi came within like that either either a year or a year and a half later or something like that. That was collusion to me. But but uh, Tyreek Evans was also drafted that late, that year. <laughs> Local guy. Chester's fine. <laughs> Steph Curry, Demar Derozan, Drew Holiday, who's still balling right now. Jeff Teague. Here's a name for you, Hashim Thabit. Oh, he was a super bust, man. Ricky Rubio, Johnny Flynn, <laughs> Brandon Jennings. I remember they they uh, Minnesota drafted both of them. Yep, they did back to back, back to back. <laughs> and uh, Philly's own, the beard, James Harden. Oh uh, yeah. Who I just saw uh, something from him that said the past two seasons he's been pretty much fatigued, 
and he's going to take this all season to come back next year better than ever. So uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that goes. Y'all, y'all going to be real mad when y'all see that, that beer gut in October. Y'all going to be tight. <laughs> All right, well, that brings me to number one on my list to close it out. Uh, and that's going to be a guy who was setting the league on fire since he came into the league. Um, unfortunately, he had to deal with a gang of injuries in the past few seasons, but he's kind of had a renaissance uh, over the past few, uh, especially during the time he spent in Minnesota, but that's Derrick Rose. He rose. He was drafted by the Bulls in 08. <clears throat> He got the MVP in 2011. Mm. Um, he was on the NBA All-Rookie First Team. He was Rookie of the Year his, his first year. Uh, and Derek, Derek Rose did his thing coming out of Memphis. Memphis, yeah. He was there for one season. And, they went, did they win a uh, the national championship went, that year or was that they, the year before? I know before? they went to the national championship. They, yeah, pro- they probably did win it. I don't know if they won that one. I think they, they may have won after that. I'm like, I, I can't remember that one. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, Derrick Rose uh, is is proof that you know if you are dedicated enough, you're hardworking enough, you can turn things around. Even you know when your career gets derailed by injuries. And although he's not the same player he was when he first came into the league, when he was so explosive and um, dunking on people, and 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 he had the crazy hesitation moves and the handle and all that, he's still finding a way to contribute uh, well to a team. He's currently playing with the Knicks, um, so we'll see. What happens with him next season? But uh, definitely salute to Derrick Rose, to all the other guys on my list, and to all the guys who got all rookie first team honors this season. So I'm gonna pass it over to Taylor and let him get into his list. I'm gonna start with the best first, and uh, right. we gonna put some respect on uh, uh This is this is like my favorite player to watch. Man, I watch him every night. Well, not every night, but every time he plays, I just I'm glued to the TV. Okay. Uh, we start first with Steph Curry. Steph. Come on, man. He averaged 17, Chef. 6, and 5. I'm sorry, four and a half rebounds. He was pretty good, but I don't think anybody saw what they was what they what they see right now as a as a Hall of Fame player, the the best three-point shooter ever. I mean, he's made the most, you know what I mean? And yeah. three championships, a bunch of back-to-back MVPs. I think he's one of the only people that have the unanimous MVP. Only or, one. Only one, yeah. So Steph to me, that's my guy. Even though I took MVP from him last week, but that's just in my record book. <laughs> but <laughs> well, all in all, he's he, he's one he's one of the best people I've seen, and uh, I, and I like how he's how he's changed the game, man. Like I, Steph is my guy, man. I think we're gonna go maybe 10, 12 years, and we're gonna realize like, dang, Steph really changed the game. Like it's go, it's going you're not gonna realize until he's going to retire. You know what I mean? And, and he's another big example of hard work because when he came into the league, he dealt with a lot of injuries with his yeah. ankles. And, yep below the waist problems but Mm -hmm. uh you know he worked hard in the gym worked hard rehabbing his body and working on his game he was a pipsqueak when he first well not pipsqueak but he didn't have no muscle but you see him now he's he's not built up but you can tell that he's he's, he took it seriously and i also want to salute him because a lot of you think you got to come from the hood and have a hard life to, to be a good basketball player that he's from the suburbs and look how good he is. So I don't like these, uh, oh, you got to go through hard times. No, you don't. You can come from the suburbs and be one of the best players in the world. Look, look mm. Kobe Bryant went to school exactly. up the street. Exactly, up the street, man. You don't have to be uh, at, at the rims with, with, with Right no, over uh, in Lower Marion. Exactly. Yeah, and they don't yeah. get no more suburbs in, in across Lancaster. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so mm-hmm. I want to salute uh, Steph Curry from li- living that good life, but not taking it for granted, saying I still got to be the best. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times you can might take it for granted. Yeah. You know I mean, so I think it's actually, I don't want to say harder, but I think it's just as hard for some of these players that's had the silver spoon 
proven him out to be good players. Like you mentioned, Tim Hardaway Jr. and stuff like that. So yeah, I think he, it's he's better a legacy guy, and he could have easily just chilled. You know, played in college, played yeah. a, had a little mediocre career, yeah. and, and and lived off his pop and his pop's money, but. You know, which, he, he's still out there grinding. Which brings me to my next player. We're going to put some respect on Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. <laughs> num- so, so Clay's number two. He's number two, yeah. Okay. I like his game, man. I, uh, remember, I remember I, I watched him at Washington. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. And I didn't even know that that was uh, Michael Michael Thompson's son. Yep. And uh, But he's a really, really good player. Came back this year from the knee injury. Uh, uh, well, two knee injuries. Was it knee or was it Achilles? The first one was knee. Knee, yeah. And the second one was done rehab. I think it was the opposite knee. knee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's crazy. Back-to-back years, you missed the NBA, and uh, you come back, and uh, he's he's helping this team. Even though he might – maybe the last couple nights he hasn't really been on balling, but he's a part of that team. And you know it only takes one or two games for him to explode for 35 or 38 or, or 29 or something like that. He'll hit six or seven, eight threes, and you'll be like, dang, man, Clay just – Clay just bit me, you know what I mean? So he's just waiting to win, just waiting for a, a big game. They might not need him until the final, if they go to the final. So If, um, if the series goes that long, yeah. keep an eye out for game six, Clay. Yeah, yeah. So Clay is always one of these good guys. If he was on another team, he would probably be averaging close to 30 points a game. You know yeah. I mean? Like he would, he would be putting up all types of crazy all-star type numbers. But, since but because he, they have such a crazy core and they have so many scorers, yeah. they, they yeah. have bought into the philosophy of sharing the ball around and making sure everybody gets it. I mean, we gonna put some respect on uh, on uh, uh, Clay Thompson, aka Tony Ayo. He don't he don't mind he don't mm. he, he don't mind taking the back seat and getting that money. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Tony Ayo. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Wow. I, I, I'll just hold down. This is the I'll, this is the Clay's the man. I'll hold him down. Yeah, you know I mean, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you know I mean, so salute to people like that. They'll hold down to somebody that, that he could be better than him. But you know what? I only get one life, and this life is not that bad. I got rings and everything like that. So, yes, sir. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So uh, he's my number two. My number three, uh, even though this guy, I don't know what's, what's left with this guy's body. <laughs> I don't know if he'll ever play again. He may play again, mm-hmm. but I always like how this guy plays, and I like Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard okay. is my guy, man. Yeah. Now, now, it was predicted that Kawhi was going to miss all of this season and hopefully come back next year. So. Well, he did. <laughs> see, we, that's the only thing about we, him is just we'll the, the injury. But when he plays, he's – He's magnificent, man. Like yeah. he, he uh, developed a, a, a point guard skill over the past couple of years, running that point forward, and uh, he's a he's a really good player. But he's another good guy, two way player. Yeah, yeah. He and uh, yeah, uh, uh, they used to call him the claw back in the day. Or mm-hmm. I guess they still do. You know what I mean? So I like Clay, uh, Kawhi Leonard, a, a great basketball player. Sat out. He knows his body, and he knows that hey, man, I can't play. Uh, I'm not gonna go out there and give you 45, 50 percent. I'm gonna I gotta come back. I gotta be 100 percent to do what I do. So. Uh, I like uh, Kawhi Leonard. Hopefully, he come back next year. He'll be back. I think he'll only be thirty-one years old. So, but he made the All Rookie Team uh, years ago. But I like I, li- I like Clay. T- I, li- I keep saying Clay Thompson. Kawhi Leonard. And I feel like he's been dealing with little nicks and nagging yeah. injuries since Toronto. Yeah, yeah, he has. Yeah, I mean, so he just needs to get. You know, maybe may, I don't know what it is. Maybe got to eat something better. I don't know, but he just has to just got to get right. Hopefully, he get these last four or five years and get it together. But he's got two rings. Uh, two think, different teams. Two different teams. Yeah, you know I mean, he. I think he can get this, 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 this Lakers, not Lakers team, this Clippers team to a to a to a, a final. But just everything has to come together, man. Paul George got to stay healthy. They got to get. They got to get the rest of the team behind him. Or uh, Reggie Jackson. But they got to. They got to all be playing at the same time and uh, healthy. Yeah, but that's the that that problem is his health. Mm-hmm. So if they all get healthy at the same time, maybe they can see themselves two three years from now like what Warriors are doing right now. So okay. Yeah, but uh, Kawhi Leonard. That, that's that's my guy. Man. Kawhi Leonard, number three. All yeah. right. Uh, 
I got another hurt person, but <laughs> I just like him. I, I, this is more of a, a, a manifestation of what I think he can be if he plays, even though I've told junk about this kid. I like Zion Williamson, man. Okay. I just, yeah, yeah, I was reluctant, and I know we've only seen a short sample size of him, but he would be, if I was playing basketball, he would be like my four, but he's he's a really good player, man. I like the left-hand uh, the, the left hand jumper. Uh, I like when he, when he was in the paint. Nobody was messing with him. Nobody was touching him. He's so, explosive. Yeah, he's very explosive when he gets into that uh, paint, but I just want to see him, you know, put it all together in one season and just go out there and ball out. He he, he made an all-rookie team. So yes, I just want to see him just, you know, just put it all together and get it in. So uh, he would be my – I can't say too much about him because he only played a little bit, but, you know. When I looked at everybody on the list, I would want him on my team. Okay. Yeah, I mean, since since since, since we're not doing KD. Cool. And um, I mean, this might be sacrilege in Philly, but the uh, Jokic would be, I guess, that would be my big. In the, okay. In, in the whole th- in the whole th- in the um in this whole uh, list, yeah. You know yeah. So Jokic would be number one. Okay. Right? So uh, he's he's another guy. He's a playmaker, man. He can score. He can he he, he can he, he can he can pass. He can rebound. Not that much of a of a defensive player, but I think I got the Kawhi Leonard and, and Clay. They can I think they can do a little bit on the defensive end. Maybe mm-hmm. Zion can too. He can he can get you a block shot. So uh, I I would I would I would like to say uh, uh, my man uh, uh, Nurkic. Jokic. And, and Jokic. I'm sorry. Yeah, and and, and Embiid made uh, Embiid made uh, a first round, uh, and he he made the first rookie team, but. Taylor Taylor's a hater, man. I, oh, I, so I, and B can't get an honorable mention. Nah, man. Mm. I, I, I would. This is sad. I would. I would probably take Jokic, man. I don't, mm. All I don't, right. I, just something about Embiid. It's just always something with him just getting these weird injuries, man. That's what yeah. bothers me, man. These now I did pick two guys that have injuries, but Jokic he's never really been hurt like that. You know what I mean? So um, and these other guys when they're out, they're just out. You know yeah. what I mean? Embiid gets like. Hitting the face or something with the knee when he dunks something like that, and it's always like he's trying to drag. Uh, I, I don't know. Either I either you're hurt and I don't want to see you, or you're playing and you're completely healthy. I don't like people out there dragging. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> it just bothers me. Man, so. Okay, but that 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 would be my little my my, my all rookie uh, all based off the rookie season. That would be my 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 team. All right, all right. Well, no disrespect at all, but uh, I I'd, I'd like to give a little honorable mention salute to John Morant. Because he had an incredible rookie campaign as well. And, uh, you know, you just saw from his rookie season the fearlessness and, uh, you know, just the fact that this kid uh, was going to go places and, and, and turn into what he is now and even more in the future because uh, he, he's got a lot of game. Yeah, my guy would have been uh, um, Damian Lillard. Okay. Yeah, remember, I remember his first season. He was explosive when he first came, and people were like, "Where does this guy come from? Like, yeah. how did he, how did he fall? He didn't fall, but he was like maybe 18th or 17th, something right outside the maybe the um, lottery. I'm not sure, but he came in with a purpose. He looked like an NBA player the first day he dribbled the ball in the NBA. So uh, he would be my guy. Uh, you know, yeah, honorable mention, honorable slash six man, whatever. And he came out of uh, Washington, didn't he? And it was Weber, Weber State, oh, Weber State, Weber State. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right, well, we got a little bit of NFL talk this week. There hasn't been much news <clears throat> going on, but locally, the Eagles made another addition, and it's one I'm interested to see because they added cornerback James Bradbury, formerly of the New York Giants. And the people I talked to about this move say it's nice, but it's not really a big deal. But nationally, it seems like people are viewing this as a really big move, a really big addition, um, and it and uh, addition to the things that they've already done this offseason with A.J. Brown, with the draft, uh, with other moves they've made. <clears throat> so 
we just wanted to kind of kick this around and, and see what we think about the Eagles move. I mean, I think it's good. I think it's an upgrade uh, because they're bringing in a former Pro Bowl cornerback. I don't know how much he has left in the tank, but I know that sometimes going to a new team can be a beneficial thing for you and kind of rejuvenate your career depending on the situation. So if things can mesh well, um, I think this defense uh, got a, a good addition. Taylor, what do you think? Um, he's a little suspect to me. Man. He was, he was, he was okay his first year with Giant, but last year, I, I saw him get, get, get getting treated. I, I saw a couple of people passing him. Um, I'm not passing him. I'm, um, he, he was he, he was getting smoked. You know what I mean? So if he can get back to what he was, he don't and uh, what he was in 2020, I think he'll be okay. But I, I, I mean, I've never really been. Uh, uh, James Brad, but even when he was in Carolina, I wasn't really. I didn't never. I never saw anything impressive from him. He's not okay. going to. He's not a guy that's going to get you five or six picks. He's more of those. He's one of those guys that's going to, you know, get the pass deflections and stuff like yeah. that. So he's not a playmaking corner. <clears throat> so I don't know. And the thing is with him, he plays the same position or the same side as Darius Slay. Yeah. And uh, once you're an older corner, I think he'll be 29 when the season starts. He's going to be on the. So that would be the, the left side. side. Yes, yeah, So, so I don't know how they're going to do. It. I don't know if Darius Slay is going to be following. Are they going to be switching back and forth? Are they going to be playing more zone? I don't know how the Eagles are going to play the defense because I know they're not playing what they played last year. This year is going to be more of what they wanted to play. Um, the defense they really want. Uh, what's his name? Jonathan Gannon. This year is going to be his imprint of the defense. That's why okay. they went with Jordan Davis who's more of a nose tackle. So they're going to be playing like more of a 3-4, but it's going to be more of a hybrid, maybe a 5, I don't know, 3-5, uh, what's it, 3-5, I don't know what it is. But they're, they're going to be playing different fronts in the front uh, seven. So uh, okay. so I don't know what the secondary is going to be. I don't know if they're going to be playing zone or man or or shell or cover four. I don't know. So it depends well, on I what, what, this, what this kid is um, – is um, you know used to because you just can't pluck a corner and just put him in a system. And for the past four or five years, he's played one way. We all saw how that went with Namdi Asawa. It didn't True. Go, didn't go well, and it didn't go well a couple. I think last year with uh, Patrick Peterson. So you got to make sure when you get a cornerback, he got to fit the system. I did see in an interview that he said the system the Eagles plan to play on defense uh, was a deciding factor in him coming here. Oh, well, of course he's gonna say. That. He also wanted to make sure he went to a team that uh, felt like they could contend yeah, yeah. in the next few seasons. So yeah. maybe that's uh, just media talk. Yeah, that's that's but, what he's uh, supposed to say. Yeah. They, they, they just gave him one year a one-year contract for $10 million. So he just want to say whatever. Yeah, that's I mean, that's so a nice chunk of change if, for If he goes year. out there and get burnt, you're going to be going back to what he said uh, last week? No. <laughs> so he's just saying what he's what's supposed to say. But I'm just interested to see how it's going to be. I know a lot of people are piping it up. I, I, I got to see it to believe it. I, I've seen a lot of corners leave because, remember, he was cut. It wasn't like they traded for him. He was cut. So if you cut someone and then bring somebody back, I mean, I mean, and then cut, sign him, you know I mean, what did that team see that they – because they just signed him to a big deal two years ago. Yeah. And within half of the deal, they said, nah, we're good with him. And this mm -hmm. team and Giants are terrible. They were 4 and whatever they were, 4 and 13, whatever they were. So <clears> they can't be afford to be getting rid of good players. But maybe nah. – but Giants did change coaches, and when coaches do come to new team, they do get rid of some people and bring in their own people. So maybe yeah. it's that. So maybe I don't so. know. We'll see. I mean, I'm not really a, a, a James Bradbury. Like, if I had to name 20 corners, he wouldn't be. Mm. 20 best corners in the league, he wouldn't make it in the 20. Mm. But that's just my that's just my opinion. So. What about 40? Uh, maybe, but he'd be in the low. He'd be in the low thirties. He'd be like 30, <laughs> 37, 38. You know what I mean? And the thing is, it's hard being a corner because even if you get dusted, you got to go back out there and have a short, <laughs> short memory. So he was getting dusted a lot last year. So well, you heard it first from Taylor. 
he's not really supportive of the corner pick, but not that I'm not supportive. I'm just I don't know. I'm just a little apprehensive. I see okay. people, I see people hyping it up. You, you got you got to see it. Yeah, he, he's, I got to see it to prove believe it. it. Yeah, I'm not like oh that was a good sign. I kind of like turn my eyes like all right. We'll see. We'll see how we'll we'll see how this works out. But I'm not really like. I mean, I wasn't really a fan of of the Darius Slay how he played last year. He yeah. was he was just okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're saying that the tandem of those two together is, is going to make a, a big difference and a big impact on the NFC East. So some, we'll, some, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens this fall. Some fools said that might be the best quarterback cornerback duel in, in in the NFL. I said, is he smoking? Is he smoking um, a piff? What is he so doing? Smoking that dust? Yeah, like what's come on, man? Like the, I, I don't like really. I don't know. Yeah, he's the best. The best. I said, oh my god. Mm. He was like, yeah. He said, <laughs> oh my god. He, he didn't say top five. He said maybe the best. I said, yo, this boy's crazy. I forget who said it. He, I don't know. He, it was somebody he, on Fox. It was somebody on the internet. It was crazy. Wow. You might be messing with that powder in between takes. I don't know. Oh, no. Know. That, was, that was weird. I mean, I do like Maddox in the, as a slot because he played pretty good last year in the slot. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That's all I'll say. We'll see. All right. Bet. Bet. Well, it's time for us to get into the season four, episode nine version of trivia. Mm. I always like when trivia comes around and we have this particular segment because uh, I feel like we get to take something away from it and I feel like our listeners get to take something away from it. So I hope you guys are listening up. All right. All right. So for number one, <clears throat> this woman of color who helped spearhead the term supermodel celebrates a birthday today. Supermodel? Yes. Uh, gotta be Tyra. Mm. Tyra Banks. I don't want to go with Tyra because Tyra's um I, I might have to go back in the day. Um, she's a supermodel, and you said she's black. Yeah, it's only like six. W- w- woman of color. <laughs> um, uh, I, 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 I'll go with Beverly Johnson. Nope, it's Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell, I forgot all about. Damn, her. she was in my mind, but I didn't um I didn't p- pick her. Okay. Okay. So number two, it was announced two days ago that this deceased rapper's music catalog will be returning to streaming platforms after a three-year hiatus. Prodigy. Prodigy. There you go. Mob. What you think I'll listen to on the way here? Hey. There ain't no such things as halfway crooks. His posthumous album is set for release later this year. My chain hang down to my... My piece bang glass tables. I love that line. <laughs> and uh, like Taylor was talking about before the show started, Havoc turned 48 yesterday. Yep. So salute to uh, MOBB. Number three, Luka Doncic is an amazing scorer and is approaching a record held by LeBron of the most 40-point games before 25. How many does LeBron have? And this is multiple choice. You either have A, 7, B, 8, C, 9, or D, 6. You talking about in the playoffs? Yes. The most 40-point games before he turned 25. Oh, before he turned 25. Yes. And you said uh, you said either 5, 6, 7, or 6? 7, seven, eight, 8, 9, eight, or 6. 7, 8, 9, or 6. I'm going to go with 6. He has 8. 8? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Number four, the Orlando Magic won the draft lottery for 2022 and will select the first pick unless they trade it. True or false, 
this is only this the magic second time selecting a number one pick since Shaq in 92 uh I don't know that's crazy I don't I don't think I don't think they've ever had the number one pick yeah. uh, actually you know what didn't they get um no he was number two pick so yeah Ooh, no, Penny? I don't, no I was thinking about um Dwight Howard but he was the number two pick no Okafor D- was Dwight number, was number one he was number one yeah all right, so I guess oh, well then, then then yeah, the number one pick. Well then no, this is well this is the no no. So I, it would it would be no. This is not the first time they had the number one pick. Then, no. Did I did I give my answer already with Dwight Howard? That was pretty much the answer, then, right? Well, there was actually one more number one pick before Dwight Howard. Shaq. The year after Shaq, they had the number one pick. They won the, the draft lottery back to back lottery. years. Yeah. They drafted Chris Webber oh. and traded him to Golden State for. With Tim Hardaway, right? Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway, Hardaway. yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. So I'll give you that one. I'll say that one was right. You were right there. All right, number five. This past Friday, May 20th, marks this almost 30-year anniversary of the release of this single from The Chronic. From the first Chronic? From the first Chronic. So you got A, nothing but a G thing. Yeah. B, Dre Day, or C, Let Me Ride. No, it's got to be nothing but a G thing. No, it's Dre Day. Dre Day. Yeah. Okay. May Day, Dre Day. May Day, Dre Day. Okay. It's it's May what twenty second of day. Dre Day. They they were just dissing everybody in that song. Man. Yeah, yeah. It came for Luke. Luke, Easy E, <laughs> Tim Dog, they just dissing everybody. Mm. It was crazy. Man. Anybody got the smoke yeah, on that they, one? They was get they they was get, they was asking for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, all right. So we'll get to uh, my questions as soon as okay. my, my phone can get off from being black. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. All right, so we're gonna go with uh, the first question. All right, so we'll start off with a with a with a with the uh, first. Well, with the um. Uh, this this is a, a sports one. Okay. Who was the last cornerback that the Eagles drafted in the first round? In the first round, who was the last cornerback they drafted? Bobby Taylor. That's your final answer. Yeah. Uh, no, that is wrong, brother. How you forget about my man Lito Shepard? Oh, I didn't know Lito was taken in the first in round. The first ah. round, the twenty seventh pick in the first I, round. I know, I know he would have been late in the first round in two thousand two. Yeah. But the Eagles, the Eagles do screwball stuff like that. Like, yeah. but I like oh, how the Eagles on, have not man. drafted a corner in twenty years. That that's pretty funny. Come on, man. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Lito Shepard in the first round. Yeah. All right, so this one's uh, this is pretty uh, well. You might have to think about this one. This is true or false. Did Eddie Murphy wear the Detroit Lions jacket in all three of the movies? True or false? Oh, Eddie Murphy wore the Detroit Lions jacket in all three movies of Beverly Hills Cop. Is that true or false? I'm going to say true. True. No, it's false. I Never. know he wore it in the third one. The first one. And he wore it in the first one. Never wore it in the first one. Nope. No, he wore it in oh, the second no, one. Oh, no, he didn't. He had on that black like uh, sweatshirt slash with the, with the sleeves up. He looked real dirty. He looked real dusty. With that, and, that, and that dusty <laughs> and ass Nova. One, and he had that dusty Nova. And then when he left and he got shot in his arm, he had like a gray sweatshirt. Yeah, he, he, was, he was looking extra musty, crusty in the first one. Yeah, the first one, he was looking wild. <laughs> yeah, but in the second one, he wore it the whole movie. And the third one, he wore it for like maybe two scenes and that was it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. but I was, I was watching. I was like, yo, man, something's not right with this first one. Like you know, if you watch a movie, you're like, I'm you watch it intensely. Like he didn't wear the Detroit jacket. You know? yeah, so I yeah. thought that would be a cool question. All right, okay. 
All right, so you and know, I should have got that one. No, it's, it's you got to think about it. Like you got to when you first think, oh yeah, of course it, but you got to think about it. But you know what? It. The yeah. first one, like, would he really wear it in Detroit? He was in Detroit for the first one a lot. No, no, no. All, all the other ones he wore it in in L. A. When he was out in L. A. But you right. think about it, L. A. is hot as. Shit. So you would think he would wear it in Detroit. He never wore it in Detroit. He always wore it when he was in L. A. In the second one, the second one he wore it the whole damn movie, and the third one he wore it when he drove out there in, in the um in the in the uh, Mustang. Yeah, and then he and then he jumped over the he fence. Sh- he shot out Uncle Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Dave, Uncle Dave Thornton. Oh my goodness. All right, so this is a little bit of a music question, and it's going to have to do a little bit with what we'll be doing later on. But uh, so I already told you. Well, before the show, we talked about how Jada Kiss kind of snatched up the, the we gonna make it beat from um, Raz Kaz and everything like that and uh, of course it became a hit but okay. they did a remix who was on the remix the we gonna make it remix the we gonna make it remix mm. who was on the remix I don't get no, no hints uh I, I, w- I, would that give it away mm, I, I, I'll give you a hint cause I want you to get it okay. this, this artist is, is from Philly it's from Philly yep mm. was it Eve well, he just gave it answers. And Mikey didn't get it, so you don't nah, get that. Dude, I don't get that. If, if he answers for you, you don't ask for him, <laughs> then you don't get it. So. Okay. <laughs> so that's wrong. Yeah, but Eve wasn't the second one. She actually spit some bars on that. Okay. Shout to Eve. Eve's still the, uh, the best looking female rapper of all time. I don't give a damn with nobody. So just, mm, just Eve, a beautiful Eve, woman. Eve became a mama not long ago. So congratulations. Shout yeah, out to yeah. Eve, Eve and her, uh, her old man. Yeah. All right, so uh, you got a name. Uh, so this one might be not that hard, but so this past year, Jonathan Taylor scored 20 rushing touchdowns, but there's only been, I want to say, seven more guys that have done it over the past, uh, you know, or, or, over in the whole NFL um, history. But you got to, so eight more guys. So so I gave you one guy, Jonathan Taylor. You got to give me three more running back that have scored over 20 touchdowns in the season, 20 rushing touchdowns. Mm, all right. Um... AP, huh? AP, Adrian Peterson. No, no. All right, give me one more. Um, if you get if you get one, I'll let you keep going. Okay. Um, but you get another guess. With Damian Thomason. That's one. Okay. Priest Holmes. That's two. Hey. No, no, hold on. No, he's not on here. Oh. No Priest Holmes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do I get another guess or is yeah, that you get another right? guess. You get one more guess. All you right. Can, if you get a second one, then you can you can finish it out. Uh Eddie George? No, no Eddie I should George. I should have said Marshall Falk. No, no Marshall Falk either. Mm. Eric Dickerson. Okay. Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis did it Terrell twice. Davis, yeah, probably. John so. Riggins. How would how can we forget Sean Alexander? Oh. Okay. And okay. uh actually you know what? Priest Holmes is on. I don't have the full names on it. I'll give you that one. Okay, hey. Yeah, yeah I'll give you that one. Yeah, Priest Holmes is on. I, I just got Holmes on here. I'm a, oh. I'm a, I'm a dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting in names. I got everyone's name on His name is just Holmes. I'm a dummy. I'll give you that one. So I screwed that one up. All right. All right, bet. All right, then. So I'm going to give you, you know me, I, I, I love movies and I love uh, the actors and all that stuff. So I'm going to give you something from my world. Okay. Right, you got to name the actor that has not directed a film in their career. So I'm going to give you four actors, and you okay. got to give me who has not directed a movie. Okay. So is it A, Jamie Foxx? Is it B, Denzel Washington? Is it C, Ben Affleck? And is it D, Regina Hall? I'm sorry, Regina King. Regina it's, King. it's Jamie Foxx. 
There you go. All day. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All three. I've seen movies by the other three. Yeah. Except for I haven't seen a Denzel directed movie, but I saw that you he saw, directed. You, you saw Antoine Fisher. I did not. You saw the Great Debaters. I did not. Oh, what, what, what's up with you? <laughs> you but I, but I saw he uh, he he was directing that movie that Michael you, B. Jordan. You, you can read, can't you? <laughs> oh, where are we and, coming, and, and Regina King next over here. Regina, huh? Regina King just directed that movie last year with yep. the, with the Malcolm. The harder they fall. Yeah, not the harder they fall. The movie with um, oh no, she was in that. The movie with um, um, Muhammad Ali and oh uh, oh, oh uh, yeah yeah James one, James Baldwin. One 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 night in, uh, if uh, a man wants to call himself Muhammad Miami, Ali, yeah, yeah. then damn it, this is a free country. He can call himself Muhammad Ali. But Jamie Foxx, I'm calling Cash Clip. Jamie Foxx is supposed to be directing a movie. I don't know when it's coming out about All Star Weekend. Yeah, they've been talking about it for like three years. I don't know where it's at, but it's it's in the IMDb. It, it, it just it, hasn't come out words. yet. Yeah, so it's coming. We just don't know when. So okay, yeah, cool. So, so I think you went two for you went two for five. I think you did the same. So we're we're on, on the same space this week as far as trivia. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, moving out of trivia, we're gonna get into the common sense space. And our common sense topic for this week is uh, what is one of the most memorable summer jobs, or I guess you could just say jobs in general, that we've had. Uh, it's starting to get hot outside. We get into wars that season. Um, you know, kids get out of school, high school, college. They want to get a gig. Um, so we're going to kick around our summer jobs of the past. Mm-hmm. And my probably most memorable was uh, once upon a time I drove an ice cream truck. Mm. I was living in Florida, in Tampa, and uh, I was driving for a company down there, and uh, it was hot because I was in Florida, and it used to rain a lot, so I had to keep my eyes on the weather app and the radar. But uh, but it was kind of a crazy experience. It was it was dope because I would drive all over the city from you know the the, the wildest hood to uh, one of the richest areas in Tampa and everywhere in between. Um, I see all different. You know, cultures from black people to white people to, you know, the the Latins and uh, you know everybody was 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 united around trying to get some ice cream from the truck, no matter <laughs> what their prices was. Mm. I'd like two cones, please, and what? one for my child and one for my my mother's my my wife's mother and one for her grandmother and. I just want ice cream. One thing I do got to say, I got to give a salute to the poppies because they were spending the most money on the truck. They was coming out with about three, four kids from the neighborhood. Maybe two of them was theirs. Mm. Another one was a cousin. Another one was a friend. And everybody was getting something. And then they was getting something. So <clears throat> salute to the poppies for spending bread on that ice cream truck. That, that They out there grinding. Mm, mm, mm. But uh, yeah, that was definitely a, a wild experience. Uh, like I said, it was, it was real hot. Um, and riding around with the AC on and the windows up wasn't going to work because it's hard to pay attention when people are coming out their house. Uh, you just got to drive slow through neighborhoods. and um, you know. But I, I met a, a good amount of people. I made some connections with people. And um, it, it was a, a, a cool experience. So I'll, I'll definitely say that. Okay. So Taylor, what you got for uh, one of your most memorable summer jobs? Oh, we're going to go back. Back at the time, back when Taylor was 20 years old, and he was broke, and his first car died. Mm. Broke down. You talking about the, the red camera? The red camera. Mm. It just died. And I remember that story to this day. And I think 
that was like may or june so i had to like taylor can't be without a car like i'm not i don't think taylor was made to be on the streets on the bus or, or that's just not <laughs> on me. the train on the train i Public mean the people that taylor. do that but i had to get a car so taylor didn't get not one job not two jobs, but he worked three jobs for three straight months. And mm. so this is a combination of jobs. I had to wake up early, like 7 a.m. in the morning, go to a restaurant, deliver food from about 8 to about 1 o'clock, then go to uh, my regular job that I had where I was um, taking care of a, a, a mentally um uh, how do you say this? A mentally unchallenged, a mentally challenged person, and then on the weekends, on fr- Saturdays and Sundays, I was managing a uh, a, a pool uh, food spot, or wherever it is, serving you, know, serving you know, serving pretzels and snack water bar. rice and snack bar and yeah. everything like that. It was crazy. I remember I was literally riding a bike back and forth from the, uh, the the weekend job and I was catching rides early in the morning for the other job. I didn't remember. I didn't have no car. And my parents they were kind of enough to help me out and stuff like that but i was literally delivering food in someone else's car um i think i delivered food to that uh bam margera's mom or whatever was that mm. <laughs> so i was all over the place okay and uh so from now from june july and august and then maybe i think right before that uh you know the uh the pool closed and stuff like that i looked at my uh you know my little bit my little bit of savings and i had about uh twenty eight hundred dollars and i went and bought me a car so Hey. Yeah, when, when, your boy went and got himself a, a Lexus for his 21st birthday. How about hey, that? Hey, hey. Yeah. Now, it was an old Lexus. <laughs> <laughs> Older than a Jay-Z Lexus. But, 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 but it had an L on the but front. But it had an L on the front, and the, and the hood was ashy as hell. But you I know remember what I mean? that, John. But, uh, yeah, the, 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 Lexus, the Lexus was fly, so Taylor bought himself a Lexus with his 21st, 21st birthday from the auction. And, uh, you know, but I remember that. That was just a hustle that whole summer. Just and I remember it was hot as hell, riding that bike up and down the hill. And mm-hmm. I remember midway through some of the bike, right, I had to take my shirt off because it was just so hot. And I didn't want to drench my shirt because yeah. I wanted to at least wear my shirt that I was wearing at the, you know, at the pool or wherever, yeah, yeah. I, wherever, wherever job I was going. I remember exactly. just remember just going all over the place. I remember that whole summer. I didn't go on no vacation, nothing like that. I was just hustling to get me a car, and then maybe right before my, right after my birthday, I think I bought it two days after my birthday. Okay, and I bought me uh, the Lexus, and I was I was back back up and running by the, by, by by early September. Rolling, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I right, bet. So that's about three jobs in one, that, but that one summer though. Yeah. Wow, hard work, baby. I, I I got one. All right, e, what's up? I'm gonna take you back, 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 back. Summer job, fill a job. You make seventy-one ninety a week. Mm. Mm. I worked fill a job like three years straight, and uh, uh, what is that bank that was down on JFK? I can't remember. It was F- Fidelity, but they, they tried to rob your boy for mm. seventy-one ninety. Mm. Tried to get you. They tried. Listen, man, the the bank was down on on JFK, and that's where. If you didn't have your own bank account and you ain't want to go to the check cashing place and had them taking a big percentage, you could take it down there and they'll cash it for free. Okay. So you know me, I always roll solo. Man, this man, this boy, after I cashed my check, boy came and asked me for, for I thought he said 15 cents, but he, it was $15. Oh. And then when I told him no, you know, I seen I seen him, he was out there and they was playing it so cold, he was dressed real nice. He had the polo shirt on, the khaki shorts shoes with some roses so you would never suspect these guys but they was just waiting for 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 marks and i must look like a mark but they ain't get that 7190 mm. i tell you that's all i'm gonna say they ain't get that 7190 that's, mm. what, that's what i'm talking about e 
Hold that money close. My feet were swift. <laughs> and so was my and, and so was my smarts. They ain't okay. catch they ain't catch a boy. But they, they definitely was getting people down there for that 7190. But yeah, so Sorry, if you were, they, they they caught the vapors when it came to E. But that's how they was gagging the kids though. They was getting all that labor for for, for like seventy dollars a month. Shame on you, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shame on you in the nineties for, for making because everybody made the same money. Seventy one ninety. So shame on the city of Philadelphia. I, man, I can't even put a half a tank of gas in now for seventy one ninety. No, no. All right. Fill a job. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Common Sense. So we're going to get out of that. An internationally known and respected top five dead or alive, Al-Qaeda Jada, the kiss of death, Mr. Raspy has a birthday coming up this Friday. So in honor of the born day of Mr. Jason Phillips, we list our top five Jada Kiss features. Featuring songs. Yeah, you gotta so be the, featured on the song, not so, his song. Exactly. So these are songs by somebody else that feature Jada Kiss. There you go. All right. So number five on my list, I have a collab with Jada and two other very good rappers. It's uh, Jeezy featuring Fabulous and Jada Kiss OJ. OJ from TM103, Hustlers <laughs> Ambition. I remember that song. They ripped that joint. I thought that was just a, a good, good, good track between the three of them. They both did. They they all did their thing. I remember, I remember Fab verse was hard on that joint too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the thing about all these on my list is it's not just that Jada ripped it, but everybody on the song did their thing. And honestly, I think Jada was a really good choice for this particular top five because he's a guy who really doesn't miss on features. Nope. Same thing with Fab. Like these guys are just their, their money on features. Yep. All right. So number four, I'm gonna take it out to the West Coast to a guy that I really like, TDE's own at least for now, Schoolboy Q. And the song was Groovy Tony, Eddie Kane from Blank Face. And uh, Kiss did his thing on that. Mm. Number three on what, my what, list. What, what album was that on? That what? was on Blank Face. Blank? He had an album called Blank Face? Yeah. That's, that's, in my opinion, that's his classic album, Blank Face. What was the first, that, what was the first that, one called? It had like a black and white cover? That part was on it. Uh, Habits and something. Consequence or something like that? That's the one Habits I like. and Contradictions, Contradic- maybe? That's the one I like. Okay. Let me see real quick. I'm going to pull out the pull out the jack and look that up. It's cool. Yeah, that, 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 that was the one that Quincy, Quincy went off. I mean, the one Oxymoron, that's like the more famous one. But I remember yeah. that... Uh, that one with the black and white cover. That that one. That yeah, one was hard. That, that one with the with the ski mask yeah, face. Yeah, that's yeah. that's habits and contradictions. Yeah, that, that one was hard. Uh huh. Yeah, right, he dude. definitely had joints on that. But I I'm a little partial to blank face. When did when did when did, when did blank face come out? That came out in 2016. That had that oh, okay. part on it. Okay. With Kanye. Okay. Uh, he had a, a gang of features on was there. That from, the, was that the cover with the orange and all that stuff? See, I'm yeah, a, I'm a yeah. little illiterate because I don't know album names, but I know the covers. Okay. I, That's this I, I look at the covers before I look at the name. All right, I got you. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Especially if the name is not on the cover, then I just go. Oh, yeah, what, the what, name what? is not on the cover. <laughs> so, the orange one, the yellow one, the blue one. Yeah, yeah. But the one when he's in the air with his back turned. That, that, that's how I identify albums by. by by how it looks, not the names. All right, bad, bad. Well, salute to Schoolboy Q mm-hmm. uh, and that particular track with Jadakiss. I remember that one. I got you. So for number three, I'm going to take it up to New York, but it's going to be to the west side of New York, to Buffalo. 
Benny the Butcher and Griselda have quite a few uh, collaborations with Jada Kiss, but my particular favorite features 38 Special and Jada Kiss. It's called Sunday School. Oh, Sunday School, yeah. And it's off the plugs I met. Yeah, that's, on, that's a hard song. And that joint come on with them pianos. Yeah, that 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 joint was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I, I like that song. That was hard, yeah. Yeah, Jada Kiss rips that joint. Number two on my list, you know, well, I shouldn't say you know, but a top five list would not be complete as far as music goes without something from Currency for me. So, number two, uh, I got Currency featuring Jada Kiss, Clear, the first one from New Jet City. New Jet City, yeah. If you don't got that, you can catch it on that piff. You can listen to pretty much any Currency mixtape you want to. But uh, Clear, the first joint. The second joint was hard, too. But uh, I put the first joint in, in my list. Mm, I, remember, I remember that one. He, he said something about uh, something about watching Argo or something like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the plane watching Argo or something uh-huh. like that. I remember that. Yeah, that was my shit. Yep. All right, so I'm going to finish it out with number one. <clears throat> and I'm going to take it down south to Miami. Jada Kiss had a collaboration with Rick Ross and T.I. On Teflon Don, Maybach Music 3. Yeah. And uh, that I, I like that joint too. That beat was hard. Yep. Yeah, beat was hard. All right, so that's my list. Taylor, what you got for your top five songs featuring Jadakiss? Oh man, J- J- Jadakiss. I mean, I'm sorry. He j- he just one of my favorites, man. I'm sorry, man. Man, he just he just never never gets old, man. But I'm a I'm gonna start off number five with uh, 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 Ghostface. Run. I mean, <laughs> don't get no better than that song. Mm. Yeah, that's that's my. I mean, I had to take it back to the late '90s, early 2000s, man. I mean, that was just. He, Anytime you get Ghostface and and Jada Kiss on the song, come on, man! Like that's be- beautiful, yeah. You know I mean, so I always got to put uh, respect on that track, man. That beat with the horns and everything like that, and then, then the way Jada Kiss just started rapping, and as soon as um Ghostface said "run," he just starts going off. You know yeah. I mean? So yeah, so that's my uh, that's that that'd be my number five. Okay. Um, number four is actually a remix with Bone Crusher. Never mm. scared. Mm, okay. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Him, Cameron, and Buster Rhymes, but I thought Jada Kiss went off, man. That was crazy. I remember that song came out right when I was getting out of high school, and I remember the first one with, uh, you know, with Ti sure. and um, yeah. I think it was Killer Mike. That was that wasn't that bad, but then the second one when they had to just put the New York artists on there, I tell them front, back, side, never let a punk like Cameron went off, and then of course uh, Buster went off, but, but Jada Kiss in the middle, the forty cal in your way. I said, yo, man. You- Going off, man. Yeah, so I that's that's one of my favorite uh 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 Jada Kiss joint. I, th- I thought he went off on that joint. So that all right. that, that joint that yeah that, that joint went hard. But all right, so we gonna go to number three. I, I remember when this song first came out, and uh, they were playing a bunch of other songs from this uh, particular compilation album. But this song was like number two or number three, and I was okay. kind of and I I kind of felt it didn't get the, the the proper burn. But I'm gonna go with six hundred bins. That was six years ago. Mm. <laughs> Rick Ross, Wiley, and then yeah. Jada went off on that show, man. Yo, I love that beat was just hard, and I and I like like with him and Wale, like you would think, oh, Wale can't hang with. They hung together, they man. That, that was that, crazy. That Rick Ross was hard. I forgot Rick, about that. Yeah, song. Rick Ross was just on the hook. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But uh, the, the, I, I just remember that, and I remember the video came out, and they was in the rain with the Maybachs, and mm-hmm. that joint was hard, man. Yeah, so I almost give respect to Jada Kiss on it. Depending on how I feel, yeah, I just that that song. So I remember I banged that for like for like a, a good like maybe 
two, three months, just that track. I didn't even go to the J. Cole or the Currency Joint. I would just fixate on 600 Benz. That's I, a I joint. Love that joint. Yeah, I That's love that joint. joint. Remember, he just he just spit the one joint, and while yeah, yeah. spit two, but yeah. his part in the middle was was was, was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, number two. Now, they did a remix to this song, and I kind of felt that they kind of stepped on Jada's toes, man, because the original with him and Maya, best of me. I'm sorry, man. Okay. That, that's a beautiful song, man. Yeah, yeah. I got so many bags of money and fill in the bank, and I'm going to do this just like Tony did it. To, I was like, yo, man, I'm going to let both y'all win. That song is so hard, man. Like, him and like, I thought the original was dope. When Jay Z came out with the second, everyone liked that joint. Taylor was hating on that song. I was like, why are you just going to step on my man Jay? Jada had it. That was it, man. You know what I mean? I thought the joint with him and Maya was dope. Dope, man so uh i'm gonna go with maya the best to me the original joint that was that's always been a favorite of mine since i was a a, a, a young kid man yeah man. So that's that that's one of my favorites man. that's the dope yeah. thing about kisses he can feature on on street songs yeah. he could feature on r&b songs yeah kiss, yeah kiss got range that had but that song had a you know swiss did the beat that was a like a rap beat but she sung on it she sung beautiful in the song but jadakiss just on that track man that was that that was beautiful man yeah okay but uh number one I mean, it's it's recent. It just came out last year. I don't care what nobody say. I mean, I I, I like. It. I don't care if it's old, new. If it's if it's hard, I like it. Okay. We are gonna put some respect on West Side Gun and Stove God Cook right ooh, now. Ooh. Beow, beow, boom, boom. That that I love that song, man. When I first heard that song, I said, Wait, wait a minute, hold on, Jada Kiss on the <laughs> yo, man. He just went off on that joint, man. So I I must have ran that joint back up maybe like fifteen. I couldn't even get through the rest of the West Side Gun album because I was fixated on stuck on that song. Tell me, bring the bass, tell me to me right now. I'm in the front of the stove right now. Uh, yo, I love that song, man. <laughs> yo, man, like, and then Jada went off, man. I, I just I just love that song. Yep. Um, yeah, just. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, to me, it had like an old feel, but it's but it's a, a, a newer song because it just came out last summer. But that was a beautiful song, man. So Jada Kiss right now, and I think he went on IG and spit the whole verse and everything like that. Mm, this was okay. a week after, a couple weeks after the verses. So this okay. is when Jada was feeling himself. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So I love that John, man. And I don't I don't think he's ever done it for anybody else. But that feature right there was just uh, the Brent, the newest feature that came out. Within yeah, the last man. year, that that be right now on um with um Hitler love her Hitler wears Hermes eight that track is fire. Okay, all right, bad, mm-hmm. bad. I got one track now. I don't know if I don't know whose song it is, but it's is uh Jada Kiss Neo and and Nipsey Hustle. And the song mm. is called "It Ain't Nothing New." I don't know if you I'm ever heard it. About, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I don't know if if Jada's the feature or whether it's his. his whether it's his song. That might be his song, because that song may have been on Top 5, Dead of Alive. I'm not sure. It might have been on Top 5. Okay. That might have, that might have been his song. What did you okay. say it's called? It Ain't Nothing New. Just, uh, I think it was, it could have been on, it could have been on Jada's, uh, the Top 5 album, I think. Okay. I think so. Yes, it is. Am yeah, that's right? on Top 5. Yeah, that's all what right. I thought. Well, all right, so he ain't the feature, but, but that song is dope as shit. Yeah, that song is Okay. Dope. I remember that song. Bad, bad, bad. Well, salute to Jada Kiss. Uh, right. We gonna put some respect on '88 Coops with uh with French Montana. Okay. <laughs> Off the Coke Boys, I think that's Coke Boy Fours. The Harry Fraud beat. <laughs> that joint is crazy, man. Boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Yo, that beat is hard, man. And Jada went off on that joint too, man. My my list was, was crazy, man. But I had to I had to narrow it down. But yeah, that. That 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 um that that eighty eight coupe was dope, man. He, he had another joint with Westside Gun called "Guys Don't Bleed." Mm. Oh yeah, guys don't bleed. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, with that. Oh yeah, with that beat with that with the reoccurring with the woman humming. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Benny the Butcher. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah, yeah. He got yeah. another joint with a West Side Gun and Bodie James. All praises. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Alchemist. That uh, was hard. Yeah. And uh, I missed. And I wanted to put Old Range, uh, him and Currency, the re- the remix. That was hard too. What's that? Old Range, something something in the Old Range. All oh, that joint is hard. Currency and um and Jada Kid. That's hard. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he that was. It. I don't think that was on any of Currency's album. I think that may have just been a single. But that was okay. That was hard. Yeah. He got a joint with two chains called One Day at a Time. That joint oh, yeah, is yeah. hard. Oh yeah, yeah. With the uh, with the uh, the slow down beat. Dun, yep, dun, yep. Yeah, I like that song. That was hard too. Yeah, yeah, I like that joint. Like to take it one day at a time. Yeah, yep. that true religion mixed there. I know you talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, bet. And uh, well, we said no locks joints, but uh, Problem Child technically was Styles featuring Jada Kiss. Oh yeah, 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 the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Fifty Cent drone. Yeah, that that's kind of why I didn't. That's why I went to the features because if yeah. I would have just went to Jada Kiss songs, I'd have, it'd have been like four diss tracks. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I wanted to see he's he's been around for close to what twenty five years. So I wanted to see he's been featuring a lot of people's stuff. A lot of people have different features that they like on different albums. You know, because yep, yep. he's been on damn near everyone's album with a feature and stuff like that. We ain't even mentioned nothing he did with Jay-Z. That's how nope. how spread out he is. You know what I mean? So yeah. Didn't mention none of the joints he did with DMX. No, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean, like I didn't didn't did, did we didn't we just went, you know, all over the place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, salute to uh to, 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 to Jada Kiss, man. That, that, that's Sorry, he's another one that's never spit, spit a whack bar. I'm sorry, yes, sir. He's, he's that he's that guy, man. I, I I was ambivalent when he was going at it with Beanie Siegel. I said, man, I like both. Mm-hmm. It, it was so hard to pick. I, I didn't pick at all. I said, man, let kill each other. I don't care. <laughs> 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 but they had a respect for each other. That's yeah, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, it, when it, was it came mutual down to respect. mutual respect. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they patched up and done songs with each other since then. So yeah. Yep. All right, bet. Well, that's gonna do it for our second top five. <clears throat> And we're going to end this week's episode with Mike's Minutes. So, uh, like I was saying earlier, it's getting hot outside with the 90-plus degree weather. And even next week, it's going to be in like the 70s or 80s. But you know the 90s is coming back. It's getting hot. So, uh, I just want to tell everybody to stay cool, man. Stay cool out there as far as your own temperature, as far as how it's going in your house. You know, check on family members that's that's older, that that's, you know, not as mobile. You know, something could happen to them, and you want to make sure everybody's good, especially with COVID still jumping up and down as far as numbers and, you know, everything going on. But definitely stay cool out there as far as that goes. If you got a pool near you, if you happen to live near the beach, enjoy that water because I know I do as soon as I can get to the pool. And um, <clears throat> But outside of staying cool like that, just stay cool as far as your temper, man, because when it gets hot outside, it literally gets hot outside. People start shooting. People start flaring off, you know, as far as things happening and disrespect and stuff like that. So stay cool as far as that, too, man. I don't want to see, you know, murder and killing numbers going out of hand this summer in the city of Philadelphia. Y'all got to relax and, and calm down with all this. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know people got to handle business. People got to do what they got to do. You know, <laughs> scores got to be settled. Messages got to be you know, sent out and, and, and everything like that. But, but, but listen, man. <laughs> from, your lift, from your lift to God's ears. Exactly. This this is, this these, is getting crazy. But these somebody getting shot right now. Hey, I, I know. <laughs> it's going down somewhere. You know what? You know what? You That's know what crazy. really burns me up? What's up? Is that, like, they don't even have aim. I'm, I'm not condoning <laughs> the violence. <laughs> Don't. But y'all be hitting people that don't have nothing to do with nothing. Exactly. They they be like Omar like Epps and uh like I never uh, seen what, what's that, that movie he was in with N two D. Yeah, I never give me the ooh I never seen so <sighs> many 
so-called thugs run up to a point, start shooting, but they start running away at the same damn time. Mm -hmm. You got the gun. And, but you're the one running. This is why everybody else getting hit, but the person you're supposed to be hitting. And now we got cameras out here, so you know you can see the footage. <laughs> yo, the cameras for these people getting shot. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's just like, yo, no, no, these no. people are I'm, weird, I'm talking about man. the camera footage of the people shooting That's and then running saying. away. That's like, what I'm talking about. Like, I'm talking about that. Like, yeah, it's it's like, so it's, crazy. It's, like, you see the car ride up and hop out and then try to get back in the car. It looks crazy. Y'all look crazy out here, man. They do. It looks it does look crazy, man. Oh man, I got crazy. Yo, just find something else to do. So please, yeah, man. man please, just keep it man. cool, man. Get, Go get, join get, the get, military. Get, I promise get, you, you yeah, get all you the just, shooting you, you want to do. That's a fact. You you can go to the range. You could go. Uh, you can go volunteer. Go volunteer to go to uh to uh Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah. They need shooters. Man, <laughs> what, listen, man. Work your job. Take care of your kids. Because I know most of these out here got kids. You know what I'm saying? Keep everything calm and cool for the summer. And uh, just that's 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 my message to everybody. Stay cool. Go ahead, mercy. Keep the temperature in check. Don't let yourself get dehydrated. Make sure you're drinking enough water, whether it's smart water or otherwise. And uh, and, and keep your tempers and, and, and your, your your anger in check as well. And just just try to stay cool out here, man. Absolutely. So that's gonna do it for season four, episode nine. We appreciate all of our listeners, all of our followers, all of our subscribers, everybody that's rocking with us. Keep it up. Tell your friends, tell your co-workers, tell your family members, tell a friend to tell two friends to get down with the Sports Life and Everything Else podcast hosted by Mike on the Mic, the one and only Taylor Sue with his crazy outtakes and produced by the one and only Eric David. Mr. E in the mix. They saying go full government this time. Yeah, not not this time. <laughs> that, that You got to go to the beginning of the episode for that. But uh, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep Is For You. Check out the website, sleepisforyou.com. Uh, listen to episodes on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn Radio. Also on YouTube. And uh, we'll be back with y'all next week, Season 4, Episode 10. By the way, this is our 70th episode recorded. So a salute to us for staying consistent keeping our nose to the grindstone and, and and knocking these out for y'all, trying to entertain the good people that listen to us and support what we got going on. So y'all have a good week. Stay safe out there. Water. I open up the text, got my mind closer off the edge Goes the architect, I ain't gotta go to your connect I gotta go direct, him and I, through the sun up